Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Loses started training camp, and that means we get to return to our Friday visits with Joe Vitale, who is our favorite guest, and he's with us on the Celebrity Line right now. Uh, Joey V, first of all, missed you during the summer, my man. How you doing? Randy, good morning, buddy. I'm doing great. I really am. It's been an awesome summer, a long summer, one of the longest off-seasons in the books. Uh, certainly could have been a little bit longer, but all, all in all, it's been it's been really great. It's great to be back at the rink and, and see the players back returning for camp. The highlight of Joe Vitale's summer was? Whoa. Uh, I tell you what, we went on a Disney cruise, which uh, I finally I finally went for. We, we obviously are big Disney people. Uh, we go twice a year to the Disney World. And my parents offered to, to get everyone together to go on a Disney cruise. And, and I, I jumped for it. And I tell you what, guys, it was awesome. It was tight. It was cramped. Don't get me wrong. I mean, seven people in a, two very small staterooms side by side was, was no joke. I think our, my marriage was definitely tested uh, to the limit. You know, I, I don't know if my wife and I have fully recovered. This, this cruise was back in July. I mean, don't get me wrong. This was like two months ago. So, you know, I, I'd like to think that, you know, after a week, things will settle down. But uh, let's just say I think she's really ready for me to hit the road and uh, be back be back calling radio games. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, I, of course, I have to ask you first, before we get into Blue's training camp, because that's also important. But this is an important question. Your favorite Disney character and why? Wow, that's a, that's a really it's a really great question. We're hitting you hard this morning with these questions. I know. I know. I mean, there's so many of them. My kid asked me this the other day. I've always been a fan of Woody. I've loved Woody from Toy Story. I just nice. think that, yeah, it's just he just has this wonderful, just beautiful harmony to his existence. I, can, I think yeah. there's this wonderful balance of his humor, but I think he always tried to do the right thing. I relate a lot to Woody because here I am as a dad and a husband. I'm, I'm trying to do the right thing. Like, you know, Woody was trying to get all the toys off in the right area, but then he screwed up by putting some of them in the trash bag, and then half of them ended up in the trash, and then he had to kind of reverse that. But his, his <laughs> intentions were good. He wanted to keep everyone together, and he wanted to be Andy's toys, right? His, his heart was in the right spot. I feel like my heart is in the right spot, but I tend to screw things up at every corner. Um, and that's why I just ask for a little bit of grace from my wife and my kids because uh, that's all I can hope for at the end of the day. So Woody, I think Woody's my guy right now. All right, uh, Joey, I know we're going to talk hockey, but I, I, you're a bread connoisseur. We not, we never really talk hockey when we have you on. So I know you're a bread connoisseur. We were, I was listening to Michelle this morning on, on uh, Evan Canty and Michelle, and they were talking about bread, the best bread choice for toast in the morning. I think it's sourdough bread. A couple of them said rye. What's your What's your choice? Well, Carrie, that's why you're my guy, and you always will be my guy. It's sourdough. No I mean, hundred there percent. No, there's no question. Listen, there, there's no question when you're talking about toast, and sourdough really is. It's going to hit you in a different spots. So you look at you look at the mouth. You look at the way the our palate has been designed. We have obviously uh, there's the sweet on the tip of the tongue, and then uh, there's the salty, and then the savory, and then of course at the very back of your tongue, there are all the uh, the sour notes. That's where all the sour. Uh, 
the sensors basically click in. So when you take a bite of sourdough, you're kind of hitting that back jaw of your mouth, and that's what helps you salivate. And then mm-hmm. when you're talking about toast, you're thinking of something creamy like butter, and then you throw jelly on it. So then you have the sweet, the sweet sensation. So, you know, you put on a piece of plain white bread, you're just going to get sweet. But that's where the sourdough really is that perfect umami bite because you got the sour and the sweet balance. So to me, sourdough all the way. I was actually talking to Mackenzie McKecker and uh, Blues just re-signed him again this offseason. He told me yesterday, I was sitting down in the locker with him, and uh, Randy, if you're ever around the rink or Brookie too, talk to him about it. He is a bread enthusiast now. He, Him and his, his newly married wife this summer – they bake bread, sourdough bread, like every day. He's telling me all about a starter. I mean, I could have talked to this guy for like 45 minutes about bread. And so it's great to see some of the hockey players coming around to it as well. But to answer your question in a long version, uh, Carrie, it would be sourdough 100% all the way. Uh, okay, we got to do this one more time. <laughs> because I, you make the best sourdough. And by the way, I would love to, during the season to get a loaf of Joey Vitale's sourdough bread. But aside from the sourdough that you bake, what's the best sourdough in St. Louis? What bakery has the best sourdough in St. Louis? Well, you know, I think there's there's two things I would say. I mean, if you're if you're kind of old school and, you know, you love just that that old, just traditional, the, the bread that brings you back to your childhood, I, w- I would personally go to uh, Vitaly's Bakery down on the hill. I mean, I'm a little biased here, but Distant Cousins, I think they have a great Italian loaf with sesame seeds. Again, you're going to cut it open. It's going to be uh, one and done in probably a day because it doesn't. it's not going to last on the shelf very long. Uh, but it, it, it's just that old school Italian bread that you just is perfect with any meal. Uh, that's number one. Number two, if you're looking for something more artisanal, I would say, uh, Union Loafers does a, a fantastic job. They're in Botanical Heights. Uh, Ted, he local guy, he obviously grew up here in St. Louis and he started Union Loafers. I think that's the best sourdough bread uh, if you, for, for purchase around. Uh, but you know what? I tell you what, the other thing too, Randy, I mean, I feel like everyone's kind of gotten into this and kind of gotten this bug since COVID. You would not be surprised. Start asking some of your friends, talk about it, bring it up. And I guarantee you someone they know or, or someone that they know knows does bake sourdough bread out of their house and just gives it away or sells it to people because it's kind of becoming that, that thing where everyone's kind of doing it. So I would not shock me one bit if one of your close friends actually bakes sourdough bread. And, and, and I always tell people, too, get some sourdough starter from a buddy and try it out because the best bread you're going to eat in St. Louis is going to be in the same place and it's going to be in your own home. So give it a shot, give it a whirl, find some good flour. And uh, it's hard to mess up. It really is. We still have to work one of those deals. We haven't done it in a long time. One of those sourdough for carrot cake deals. Yeah, we got to. Oh man, I tell you what, that carrot. Cake, I've been thinking about that carrot cake. Every, I almost. I would say a weekly basis. I, it comes across my mind. You know, my wife will be talking about the kids' schedule, and I kind of go into this like this days. And she's like, "Are you even listening to me?" Ninety percent of the time, I'm thinking about your carrot cake. I just got to do it. Is that what caused the all the tension with the Disney cruise? You were just zoning out, thinking about Randy's carrot cake. Yeah. I mean, listen, it just kind of is what it is. You know, I'm starting to realize that marriage, you know, someone told me this the other day, marriage is like, uh, your wife is like, or your husband is like a, a big oak tree that is planted right in your living room. You know, I, I thought about that for a while. I didn't really know what he meant by that. But I think the essence of that story is, is this big tree. You, you can't really, you can't really avoid it. It's right there. Uh, you certainly can't chop it down because then the whole house comes down. So you have to figure out a way to coexist with it. So I think that's the best marriage advice I have for people. Joey V, I was out at the rink yesterday, and I love the confidence of this team. And this is a team that still has a lot of good players. And everybody around the Blues seems to believe that they're a playoff team, which I love to hear. And I know everybody at this time of year thinks they're a playoff team, but some teams really aren't. I, I look at this Blues team, and I think there are enough players there for them to be a playoff team. And I'm, I'm happy with their confidence. What's, what read are you getting? 
You know, I think if you look at just to talk about the Central Division for a second, you know, and I talked to Doug Armstrong about this a week ago. He had a nice little roundtable with the broadcasters. It was really, really insightful. You know, I think I agree with him when he says this. You look at this division, you um, three, and it's it's Colorado and to me Dallas, and I, I think I think I agree with that. Colorado and Dallas, they're going to be your hard hitters in this division. Those are the ones coming in with the most expectations, and they're going to be very good. We all know that. Uh, and then you have uh, the rest. Let's call them the rest, and the Blues are in the rest. And you look at how each of the rest of the teams, whether it be the Winnipeg, I mean, Arizona's an interesting team. They've signed a lot of one-year deals. Maybe something, some chemistry clicks there. You know, and then you look at, you look at the St. Louis Blues. Uh, they do believe that they're going to be contenders to the very end, and I think, they, I think they are right. And I think the reason why is because you look at how this game has changed so much. One thing has not changed. If you can work and you can hit and you can smash, you're going to win games. And I think that this team makeup really is that. i tell you one thing about this Blues team. We may be lacking in some veterans. We may be lacking in some overly skilled players. You know, I know that um, – but I will, will, will say this. This team, talking to these guys and talking to Doug Armstrong, this team is going to smash you. I mean, they are going to hit you, and they are going to drive through you. I think we have a very great group in the sense that I think it's a young group, but now we have a couple of really good veterans that are going to kind of lead that way. Look at this bottom six forward we have, the four group. I mean, Kevin Hayes, Torpchenko, you got Oscar Sundquist, Sammy Blay. I mean, these guys are huge. We may have the biggest, heaviest bottom six in the National Hockey League. I do believe that. And what comes with that is they're going to play hard-hitting hockey. And I think when you play hard-hitting hockey, you look at the teams winning the Stanley Cup every year. Look at Vegas, for example, last year. They're just a smash team. They're going to smash you. They're going to hit you. They're going to, they're going to put you right through the wall. That was what's great about the 2019 St. Louis Blues team was that they were not afraid to smash you. So I do love the makeup of this team in the sense that I do think they're going to get down to their roots and they're going to realize what it takes to win. They got the coach that's going to give the right message. And I truly, truly believe now they have the right leadership core intact that is going to get that message from the coach, pass it on to the players. You know, last year, not to, not, no, no disrespect to the leadership group we had, but, you know, Ryan O'Reilly was a UFA. Tarasenko was a UFA. There was a lot of noise around that. There was a lot of kind of uh, drama built around that. It just, this group could not get their bearings. I love the fact that Braden Shen's the captain. You bring in Kevin Hayes, wonderful personality. You got Justin Falk, Robert Thomas. I mean, these guys now are, this is the group. This is the group moving forward. They know what it's going to take for this group particularly to win, and it's going to be that smash style, and I do think they have the makeup to do it. What about the defensive unit? Do you think that there's been enough changes? I know that you have a new defensive coach coming in, but do you think there's going to be enough changes? Because with last season, that was a huge wake-up call for that unit, right? I, I do. I think that this this year is going to be different from a coaching standpoint. Brooke, you bring up a great point right there. You know, one thing about Mike Van Ryan, you know, to me, he's always struck me as a head coach. Wherever, Whenever I talk to him, I watch his mannerisms on the bench. I talk to some players about him. He, I think he's just got the makeup of a head coach. Of course, he had some tremendous success when he was in the Arizona farm team in the American Hockey League, and then he transitioned to the NHL for, for uh, the assistant role. Now, of course, he's going to be an assistant in Toronto. But I think that he's always had the personality of a head coach. Now, what, what do I mean by that? A lot of times with, a, with an assistant coach, you, you kind of need a buddy. The players kind of need a buddy. They kind of need someone just to bounce ideas off of, or maybe after getting yelled at uh, by Craig Berube, they, need, they needed an assistant coach to come over and kind of give them a hug. And I think that Mike Van Ryan, just by his nature, he would almost mimic at Craig Berube at times. And I think that it got a, it got a little bit tough for these players to, to handle at times because they're getting it from Chief. And now they're getting it from Mike Van Ryan, and you know they're going to get it from the press, and they're going to get it from their, you know the teammates. So there wasn't a lot of relief. You know, you bring Mike Weber in, 
I had a few short conversations with him. Uh, his reputation speaks for himself. Everyone you talk to absolutely adores this guy. Uh, Steve Ott, of course, longtime friends. Uh, they go back you know, 20, 20, 25 years, and he talks so much about him as well. I think he's going to be more of a Steve Ott presence on the backside where when these players are coming off the ice, they're going to get maybe more of a hug at times. Now, why is that important for this particular group? Because we've got a lot of veterans. Look at the amount of games for Colton Pareko, Justin Falk, Tory Krug, Nick Letty. I mean, Robert Bortuzzo. I mean, we're talking six, seven, 800 games between all these guys individually. So you have so many veteran guys. I think that now you have the coach that's in place for a veteran group. Mike Van Ryan, again, I think he strikes me more as either a head coach or an assistant for a young, young team that need a lot of coaching. I don't know if this veteran group for the Blues need a ton of coaching. They just more, sense, uh, more or less need a presence on the bench that's going to kind of give them a pickup because these guys know how to handle themselves. They can police themselves. They can motivate themselves. They know what their job is going to be. So I think that in itself, the coaching change, is going to help this veteran group on the backside tremendously. Joey V, it's great to hear your voice. Looking forward to the first broadcast already tomorrow with the Arizona Coyotes in town, pregame at noon here on 101 ESPN. And let's have a great season. Sounds great, Randy. Thanks for your time this morning. Brooke, care of you as well. You guys are doing a great job and looking forward to the entire season with you all. You bet. Take, thank you, sir. Take care. That is Joe Vitale, a Blues analyst here on 101 ESPN and one of my favorite people, one of the most curious people <laughs> that I've ever met. And he's so much fun. You can ask him literally anything and he will have a great story to come with it and give you the answer. It'll just take a little bit, but it's like the best story that you've ever listened Fantastic. to. Fantastic. And now I learned about why sourdough bread is good.